Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Episode 95 of the Sean Light Podcast is starting. It's commencing right now. Uh, thank you for being with me here today. Uh, as always, I, I genuinely appreciate appreciate you guys so much for, for being a part of this. I, I've been hearing back from so many of you, and, and it's always awesome. So uh, today what I want to talk about is if I were going to start my business over again today, like... I have all the I have all the knowledge that I have right now. What would I do? And guys, I, I this is this is unprepared. Uh, this is this is right off the cuff. This is on my honest to God, like the stuff that I would uh, genuinely do if I had to start over again. So uh, the first thing that I would do is I would decide to be all in. Decide to be, uh, you know, at, like the best. I could possibly be. When I left the Lakers uh, back in 2017, uh, I th- was under the impression that it was going to be significantly easier uh, than it actually ended up being. I thought that I had a good reputation. I thought that uh, people would want to take my seminars uh, and my educational stuff because of who I was and where I had been and my experiences. And while there certainly were some people that were interested in that, most people were not interested in shelling out 450 bucks for, for a seminar from a newbie. And quite frankly, neither, nor I would not have shelled out that money either. Um, so there had to be, there, there needs to be a, a much bigger shift uh, right in the beginning to create uh, the level that I wanted to. And I think probably in the beginning, I was hoping to be able to uh, create an easy source of, of income where, you know, I, I don't think I had the same goals that I have now. I think back then I was hoping to build like a little seminar circuit, just study exercise science stuff, get really smart at that, go around, teach it, maybe end up consulting that. Uh, and ha- having gone through the process, you know, finding myself really in, in my, in what I'm passionate about in this field and, uh, and, and the stuff that I think that I can have a real impact on is, uh, is it has evolved over the last over the last, you know, however long it's been now, but uh, so I, the first thing I would do is I would just decide. I would try to be honest with myself and take the blinders off and actually look at what it's going to take to actually create success. I mean, absolutely, would have had to strip my ego. I, I don't think, uh, to be fair, I don't think that that's something that uh, can be done like the snap of a finger and I can just look at this situation and be like, oh, okay, I need to not have an ego now. I think you got to go through the ringer a little bit. I think you got to. Uh, I think you have to have those experiences. You know, I, I ran out of money. Uh, I, I think I had to have that experience. I had t- two seminars that I that I launched and uh, and I got booked at at these two gyms in New York City, uh, and nobody signed up for either one of them. Uh, my first seminar that I ever got people to sign up for had six six people show up. Uh, so you know, I I think you have to have those experiences to understand just how difficult it is if you're going to be charging somebody 400 bucks uh, for a seminar, uh, you better be able to provide $4,000 worth of value. And that's no exaggeration. You better really make make it worth their time. And uh, that was a lesson that I had to learn going throughout the process. From an actual business side standpoint, uh, 
Actually, before I get into that, I will say that I, I think it would have been ben- also beneficial to realize that I don't that business is a lot more complex uh, than I realized. Even like now, like I'm just like opening up these like boxes and you know black holes of you know when you know like when you first take a PRI course or an FRC course or an ART course and you're like, good God, there's a lot of crap here. Uh, just there's so much stuff that I need to learn and, and understand. Like it's just this whole new universe. And I still I open these things up every single day, and I just can't believe uh, the complexities and the nuances of 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 the business world. And, and you know, I, I and I tell people this is one of the first uh, pieces of advice I give for that my business clients is I say, look, you need to find a way to become a businessman or a businesswoman. And and be a hundred percent. If you're or if you own a business, you need to you need to as quickly as you possibly can cut the cord and become a CEO. Uh, and that's one of the reasons like for, you know, I don't know, maybe a year ago, I just started referring to myself as the CEO of Foray Health. And while that, while that felt awkward uh, and uncomfortable because, you know, you picture a CEO as, you know, a big guy in a, you know, suit up in an office up in, you know, corner office in Manhattan. Uh, and that wasn't, even close to what what I was, and I you know I certainly didn't feel like a CEO, uh, but I felt like it was necessary, almost as an identity shift, to let people know that I'm running a business now, and that's what I do, uh, and let myself know that this is what I need to do. I need to learn how to run this business. Uh, so I would have I would have cut that cord sooner. Uh, one of the things when I was thinking about this episode and deciding that it was a good idea to talk about this was the actual act of making a decision. Uh, you know. I listen to Tony Robbins. He's a guy that that obviously I trust, and you guys have heard me talk about it a ton. And he always talks about making a decision. You need to decide to be successful. If you want to have money, you have to decide that you're going to have money. And what's interesting is when you look around, and uh, obviously it's always easier to judge other people, but uh, if you even look at yourself, look at other other people if you'd like, uh, what you see is that it actually like people make like a half seas decision where they're like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars and I'm going to work my way up into, into having that. Right. And what they're really doing. And, and when I look at, so in just for some context, we'll, we'll put into perspective with what I'm doing. Right. So when I got into this business or let's, let's even just say during this year, during let's say COVID. Okay. So once COVID hit, like things changed, the dynamics of my business changed and I had to, uh, I had to make some shifts and I really, I really had to do is I had to make a decision because I had a lot of external revenue coming in from live courses and live events and speeches that I was doing. Uh, so a, a large chunk of my revenue, if not all of it, was coming from that. Uh, so I had to make a, a shift to online. And and with the with the uh, with the COVID pandemic, I needed to make a decision, like a full hundred percent decision. I didn't have time to start building my way into the online market and and learning. Uh, you know, like how to do this and how to sell and how to build a squeeze page and a upsell. And I, I didn't really have time that I had to make that decision, uh, that I was going to become that person immediately. And, And what I mean by that is it's like, uh, you know, you, I, you look off into the future and, and like I picture myself in, in 20 years and I, and I see a guy who's just incredibly focused. He doesn't really waste his time on, on stuff that is meaningless. And, uh, he's, he's, he's got a, he's got a staff, he's got a team, he's got this, he's got that. Like this is, this is how it looks, uh, in the future. And what I needed, to, what I, oh, what I needed to do during COVID, uh, was decide that that's who I was now. Right. So I had to become focused. I needed to make those decisions. I wasn't, I can't like wean myself off of Instagram. I can't like wean myself off of TikTok and stop looking at these videos. I need to 
decide that I'm not going to do it anymore. And I think that's the interesting thing is, uh, you know, I, I see it all the time with the people I consult with. It's like, they're, they're like, okay, they're like working their way into it. And I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I get it. I get it. And I see what you're doing, but don't do that. Decide, make that decision. Just change it. Just make the full shift right now. Uh, and you will speed this process up by four years. And I'm not joking. Like it goes so much faster if you just make that decision. And and, and the interesting thing is when you look at making decisions like that. Uh, and the way I looked at it in the beginning was like, yeah, but I love I love Instagram. I love I love checking out Barstool Sports stuff. I love Netflix. I love these shows and these these crime docs that they're putting out. Like I love that stuff. But if you really if you make that decision, if you train your brain, you train your mind, your brain appropriately, you begin to not like that stuff. You begin to not you know, you begin to not, um, you know, not want to do this. You're drawn to your work because you're doing it the right way. And I find that incredibly interesting. And it logically, it makes sense. Emotionally, it's challenging to get your mind there, but you know that if you, if you put in the work, you will get there. And I'll tell you from my side of it, I'm there. Like I absolutely cannot have a full off day. That does not exist in my world. Uh, a perfect day for me consists of at least four to six hours of work. Uh, and I get up at 4.30 so I can do that pretty early. Uh, but I, I will not feel good about myself. Uh, I cannot, I'll feel like an absolute waste if I don't do anything uh, productive, if I'm not working. Uh, and that is like, that's just such, that's just such a big deal for me. So uh, I would encourage, like if I look back to, I look back to the beginning of my business. I would have made the decision. I would have made the decision that I need to be need to be better. I, I cannot even. I cannot even. I cannot even imagine. I don't even want to look. I don't even want to figure it out. Maybe I will one day uh, look into it. But I cannot imagine how much money I've wasted uh, gradually making that decision and gradually getting there. I mean, I, I'm. I kid you. I mean, we must be uh, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. Just kind of like you know, well, let's, okay, let's work our way into it and, and make that happen. So I would make the decision of who I needed to be, uh, as soon as I possibly could from a, from a technique, from a tactic standpoint, uh, I would try to find a way to start building an email list as soon as I possibly could, uh, which I did, a, I did pretty early on with MailChimp, but I just wasn't, I wasn't tactically using it. Uh, I was probably not committed enough to actually like getting like the marketing process. Uh, the marketing process is very complex. Uh, and you have to be a certain type of person in order for it to be successful. Uh, and I so I would have definitely I would have bypassed pretty much everything uh, and went right to click funnels. Uh, click funnels is you know, where I'm at now. And I'm getting rid of all the crap that I bought initially all the other software stuff that that I used to create the business that I have now I'm all now getting rid of all that using ClickFunnels I think at the beginning I would have looked at ClickFunnels and saw that it was like $297 a month uh, and immediately X'd out of the page thinking that that was absurd uh, but now I'm at the point where I'm going to look at something like that and I'm like well let's just see what it, this can accomplish for me and I mean I've seen <laughs> disgusting uh uh, uh, like that is a disgustingly low price uh, for what everything that is created in just one month of having ClickFunnels uh, and me not really having any idea what I'm doing. So uh, I would have definitely done that. And the last thing that I can think of, at least for right now, the, the other thing that I would have thought about is I would have as quickly as possible hired out. It would probably with like freelancers and stuff. So like right in the beginning, I probably should have 
uh, hired somebody else to run Facebook ads, hired somebody else to create my images, to uh, edit my eBooks. That's something that I'm doing now where I, like, I just had an eBook created for me. I, I, I had all the content written down and I just sent it out to somebody. And they sent it back to me looking all pretty and, and edited and, and looking good. Uh, same thing with some images on my website. I would have just had somebody else do that. Um, you know, when I left the Lakers, I had a nice chunk of money in the bank. And my thought process was, how long can I make this last as opposed to how can I invest this money uh, and use it to make sure that I'm good in the long run? So uh, it's, it's it, you know, and there's the other thing. And as, as I thought, we would I would find something else that was interesting and, and probably something I should talk about is having that la mindset of lack. Okay. Like attracts like in this world. Okay. That's why, it, you, I mean, I will, I, I'm not going to get into that, but uh, like attracts like in this world. So if you have a mindset of not having enough money, you will continue to not have enough money. It's funny that when I start listening to some of these like really wealthy people, these people that are highly, highly successful, I'm starting to see that popping up a lot more is that mindset of lack. You need to have a mindset of abundance. You need to know that you are currently rich. You are currently wealthy and wealthy isn't strictly uh, finances. I believe that there's, there's, a, there's a handful of different types of wealth in this world. I think time, I think freedom, um, I think health, and I think, I think there's one more that I have, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, but I think all of those things actually go into how wealthy you are. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I love the quote, uh, your worst nightmare is somebody else's absolute dream. Uh, so, you know, you have to understand that, that there, you have plenty right now, uh, because the more that you think that you don't have enough, the more that you think that uh, you have to hold on to this money, the more that nothing can, nothing can come back to you. Another, another concept that I've learned, uh, which I wish I knew back, back in 2017 was that everything needs to flow through you. If you want, you can't, you can't block things up in you. And what I mean by that is uh, if you if you take, if you have uh, all of this knowledge, like you keep learning stuff, but you never give it out to the world, there's going to be like a metaphorical block uh, from more things coming into you. You need to be somebody that all that stuff passes right through you and out to the world. You're contributing that. Same thing goes financially. You need to take that money and not throw it away, but contribute it back. You need to invest it appropriately so that more money can keep coming in. And then that process has to keep going over and over and over again. And I think that I, I believe that that goes for your entirety of your life. When I first understood that concept, I went right into my closet, took all of the clothes that I never wear anymore, put them up in garbage bags, and I brought them down to the donation shelter uh, and dropped them off so that somebody else could have them. Because when I have it, it can't stop with me. I need to pass that on to somebody else. So all, and then I think that's every. I think that's like my my belief on success in this world now. And this is this is the bottom line of everything. I believe that the success in this world comes down to two driving forces. And these this is what uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now with any intent on becoming excellent in your life, uh, I think that the the biggest challenge of your life and the biggest challenge of your journey is going to be a way to is going to be the process of changing your driving forces from whatever they are right now, which is most likely significance and certainty, okay? Changing it from there and bringing it to growth and contribution. You need to you need to keep learning. You need to learn. You need to become better. You need to be somebody that pr brings value to this world. You need to keep getting better, but it can't stop with you. If it stops with you, 
nobody else can benefit from it and then you can't benefit from it. So you have to keep pushing that out into the world. And there's so many dynamics and little nuances of how all of this shakes out, which is the reason that so few people actually do generate that level of success and that level of wealth. Uh, but when you understand it at this level, uh, you can see it. You can see how it so easily can flow to you if you let it flow to other people. So uh, take whatever gifts that you have and give them to the people and give them to the people at scale. Give it to them. Be creative about how you can make that happen. This is one of the biggest things that I'm trying to teach personal trainers now is I'm like, look, you have this skill. Like you and I both know that you can help people lose weight. You can help get them stronger. You can help them feel better. You can have better body image, uh, better self-esteem. Like there's so much that you can actually do to change somebody's life as a personal trainer, but you got to get out of the box a little bit. You got to get, you got to stop spinning the hamster wheel of, of the, the traditional fitness model. Uh, there's so many different ways that you can influence somebody. And, you know, I look at, I like to use myself as an example because that's what I've done. I grew up a strength and conditioning coach in this industry. I, I generated a significant amount of exercise science credibility, exercise science knowledge. Uh, but for me, I thought coaching was nice, but it wasn't my jam. It wasn't what I really loved to do. So I took my skill set of public speaking. I made it better. I took my, I took my, my expertise of in exercise science, uh, and I'm leveraging it now to help more people. And I'm trying to show people specifically personal trainers for now, uh, how that you can do exactly what you're doing, but you just have to get off your hamster wheel right now. You're on the wrong ride, right? You are, you need to, I, the analogy that I've been using is that you're kind of on this merry-go-round of, of, of trying to find the success in this common world, the normal world of personal training, but which you, which you, you need to get off the, the merry-go-round and get on the roller coaster because on the roller coaster, you're going to start at point A right in the beginning, right? And then you're going to start going, you're going to start clicking, click, 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 up, up that first climb. You get nervous. You're like, oh man, I don't know what this is going to be. I don't know. I'm, I'm scared about this. And then you go down that first drop and it's freaking crazy and you're going, uh, you know, spinning their spirals and you're going upside down and you sometimes you don't even know where you are and it's just absolute freaking chaos. Okay. But at the end of the ride, you get to point B, right? And what I'm trying to show people is that, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. But if you just stay on the ride, you're going to get there. I, you're going to get, you just keep tweaking it. You keep making yourself better. The only way you can actually fail at this is if you jump off of the roller coaster in the middle of the ride. Is that making sense? You just need to get off the merry-go-round and get onto the roller coaster with me. You just—it's going to get crazy. It's going to get wild, but just stay, stay with me on the ride. And uh, so, and so, I'm trying—I'm trying to use my skill set, my communication skills, everything. These podcasts, uh, my Four A Hero Club, the Four A, uh, the Gen Max seminars, the Four A Hero Framework. Everything that we're doing is trying to show people how to make that happen. And uh, and it all started with an exercise science background. It's all started with being a little creative about how I could leverage my skill set to actually help people out. I leverage my exercise science skill set to not help clients, but help you, the coaches and the trainers to find out how to create success in your life. I went from journalism degree to MBA strength coach in four freaking years. I know what I'm talking about. I went, built a business now that is, has clients from all over the world. I am completely self-supported by it. I'm financially well off. Everything is going extraordinarily well. Uh, and I can know how to do it and I've seen it. I can, I can, I can help you through that process. So, uh, that's what I, that's what I'm trying to do. So when I look back on my career, uh, you know, I wouldn't change anything because I have to go through this process. It's the only real way that any of this can work. 
However, uh, there's definitely some some things like if I were coaching you up, I would definitely I would definitely have you try out ClickFunnels right from the beginning and, and kind of explain to you why that 297 isn't really a bad price. And but probably more so than anything, you got to fix the mindset. You got to make sure that the mind is 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 cleared up more so than anything. I think if if I had went in with the right mindset, we would be having a much different conversation right now. But at the end of the day, I don't think that you can. I don't think that you can go through it. Uh, I don't think I don't think you can just shift the mind that easily. I think you have to have those experiences, and uh, without that, I don't I don't know that the mind will ever actually shift to where it is now. And what's incredible is looking forward and thinking about where my mind might go and what I might be talking about a year from now on this podcast and how what I would do to start. And it's a beautiful journey, my friends. Uh, and I, you know, I I hope that, and I'm I'm incredibly fortunate and grateful to be a, a slight part of it a slight part of your journey uh, as you go through it. So uh, guys, I can't, I can't overemphasize it enough. Make sure that mind is in the right place and, uh, and get your, get yourself rolling in the right direction. So ladies and gentlemen, 20 minutes deep. That's the end of episode 95. We're almost at a, episode 100 where I'm going to tell a really awesome story about how pretty much my entire origin story of myself and, and how I got to where I am today. I'm pretty excited to, to let that roll. It's taken a lot of mental toughness to not do it or on, uh, on one of these earlier episodes, but I want to save it for 100 because, you know, 100 is a milestone and, and stuff like that. So uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, get out there, change the world today and have an absolutely wonderful day.